What's going on, Bears fans? Welcome to another episode of Chicago Bears Central, your number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about Jaquan Brisker and his reaction to the Rookie of the Year standings and how he, where he thinks he fares at as Defensive Rookie of the Year. We're also going to get into Mike March changing his comments on Justin Fields, and then we're going to get into reasons for concern, reasons for optimism as the Chicago Bears face the Detroit Lions. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bears Central, your number one place for all Chicago Bears news and content. All right, Bears fans. So, uh, Bears rookie safety Jaquan Brisker. Uh, there was a tweet put out about rookie of the year standings, and I love, I love his his comments with this. He basically retweeted with the laughing emoji and said, "What is this?" Um, but it, it int- opens up and introduces an interesting conversation to have about where does Jaquan Brisker rank as far as one of the defensive rookies of the year, as far as being in that. The Bears have not had a player named as the defensive rookie of the year since Brian Erlacher in 2020. It's been over 20 years since the Bears have had somebody named as a defensive rookie of the year. So I want to talk about it. Where does Jaquan Brisker stack up, and what is his, what are his chances, a little over halfway through the season, of actually winning that award? Well, let's look at it. Through the first nine weeks of the season, Jaquan Brisker has 43, 43 solo tackles, three sacks, an interception, and a fumble recovery. Only the Tennessee Titans rookie, Roger McCreary, has more tackles. And then the second overall pick, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, a defensive end, has more sacks than Jaquan Brisker. Jaquan Brisker is putting up, quietly, one of the best rookie seasons for a defender that we've had as the Chicago Bear for a long time. And he's putting up one of the best in the NFL this season. And we know he's going to have opportunities. We know he's going to continue to get tons of tackles. He's always around the ball. He's going to get tons of opportunities as well. I do think we came into the season asking, could Jaquan Brisker or Kyler Gordon be in in consideration for that award? And where I sit right now, Jaquan Brisker absolutely does. While Kyler Gordon has been better as of late, right, Um, but been much slower to come around, Jaquan Brisker has been consistent since preseason. Every single game that he's played, he's been out there performing, always being around plays, always busting up plays. Jaquan Brisker absolutely has a chance. I'm not willing to say right now that he should win it for sure. There's still a lot of games left to play in the NFL before we can really determine that. But I do think he should be in that consideration if he's not. And if you don't have Jaquan Brisker on your board of, of as one of the best defensive rookies this season, then I got I to gotta question how blind you are. I got to question if you're using Stevie Wonder's eyes rather than your own. Like, I don't know what's going on there. But Jaquan Brisker absolutely deserves to be in that consideration. I honestly think if you don't have him in that consideration, he's going to make you pay for it real soon as he continues to make plays for the Chicago Bears. But Bears fans, I know we're going to be a little bit biased here, but sound off down below. Do you think Jaquan Brisker, as of right now, is the defensive rookie of the year? And if you don't have him as that, who do you have above him? Where do you have him ranked in that list? Please sound off on that one down below. All right, let's move into the next one. You guys know I started off the season using uh, throwing a lot of uh, vitriol towards certain people who have made dumbass comments when it comes to my Chicago Bears. One of those one of those people, I almost said player, one of those people was former coach Mike Martz. And, you know, he said uh, after, you know, week one that it was one of the worst games he's seen and things like that. But he's completely changed it. He recently said this. Uh, he's gone from one of the this is Mike Martz on Justin Fields. He's gone from a subpar quarterback to one of the most exciting players in the National Football League. Also, his performance has caused teammates to elevate their game. He's Justin Fields, different and very special. You're goddamn right he is. You're goddamn right he is. And the fact if you're just waking up to this, then 
hey, listen, I feel sorry for you because Justin Fields' ascent has been one of the best things in the season so far in the NFL. You look at it, he actually just cracked uh, the power rankings for top 10 quarterbacks in the NFL as well. It's about time that Justin Fields is being recognized. He got a lot of, you know, critique thrown his way, some of it rightfully so that I can even admit as being a Bears fan, but some of it kind of unjust. It was like people were ready to just to write the story about Justin Fields, and he was barely, what, 10 games even into his first first 10 games starting as an NFL quarterback. As things has progressed, as he's learned the system better, as he's gotten more comfortable, as he's just grown as a quarterback before our eyes this season, he's proven a lot of these doubters wrong, and I'm glad. You know what? I call them to the carpet when they say stupid shit. I'm also going to mention and talk about it when they acknowledge that, hey, I'm wrong. This kid has turned it around. So, you know, Mike March still doesn't get much love around here. I still don't give a damn about him because what he did to my franchise. But at the end of the day, right, at the end of the day, it's good that, that, that there's acknowledgement coming from even some of his detractors over his play. And that's what makes it feel better. That's what makes it sustainable. That's what makes it something that that just it just feels good because at the end of the day, He's deserving it and earning it by his play on the field. And to Mike March's point, he's elevating his teammates. He's elevating his team already, a team that is lacking weapons, a team that needs some help, a team that needs a lot of things. But he's elevating that team. Now imagine what he's going to do when he has more weapons and an offensive line that could guard better for him. All right. So with all that being said, we're going to go ahead and move in to the next thing. As the, as the Chicago Bears get ready to face the Detroit Lions, do I want to go negative here or do I want to go bad? I'm going to go first. The things that the Bears have to look up for that could affect them in this game. The Detroit Lions have a top 10 rushing offense in this league, and we know one of the Achilles heels for the Chicago Bears team has been their ru ru rushing defense. The Bears have the second worst run defense in the NFL, allowing 142 147 yards per game. So this is not anything that the Bears can come in and take lightly just because the Lions don't have a lot of wins. They're not an overall good football team, but that running game that the Lions have can completely blow up the Bears' defense. And so they have to be prepared. We, we Listen, we've had two straight weeks of terrible-ass Bears' defense. Not just bad, terrible defense. That couldn't get a stop. That couldn't do... Well, in the last game, the Bears did get stops when we needed them to, and then we just ran into that punt shit. So... Outside of that, though, the Bears have, have not looked good in the last few weeks. The Bears can bounce back against a team that's overall not that good, right? Doesn't have a lot of wins. They can get back on track, hopefully, as Matt Eberflus, can he, can, has he corrected that defense? Has he used this last week of practice to go into the lab and work on some things that, that has just been hurting this team overall for the last couple of weeks? You want to stop the bleeding defensively if and when you can, especially considering the fact that we're going to be at home. This is an opportunity for the Bears defense to step up, play a little bit better, right? Play a little bit better, and hopefully not allow that running game to completely blow up this defense. All right, let's get into the next one. The Lions also have a top 10 passing offense in the NFL. Now, we know that we've fared pretty be better against the pass than we have against the run, but considering... The Bears, their inability to get teams off the field when it's third down. The Bears have to have to lock in. I just talked about Jaquan Brisker and what is his chances of winning defensive rookie of the year. Him and the secondary are going to have to step up. Now, we'll talk about some of the things that work in the Bears' favor when it comes to this passing game here in a minute when we talk about favorable things for the Bears. But the fact of the, of the Bears having the combination of the running uh, offense and, and, and passing offense, you want to look out for. This offense, while not... Trans translating to a lot of wins can get can get up and down the field and the Bears have to stop that they have to not allow that another thing that I'm big looking out for is 
Aiden Hutchinson, who I just talked about, has more sacks than Jaquan Brisker, only rookie to do so. Him versus Braxton Jones. Now, I'm not trying to pick on Braxton Jones. He's a rookie. I'm not trying to pick on him. I like Braxton Jones overall. But I think he's shown a lot of growth this season as well from where he was in the preseason to this point of the actual season. But that's a matchup that the Bears have to look out for and do whatever they can to not let Aiden Hutchinson get to Justin Fields early and often because if they do, it can completely throw off the the Bears' uh, passing game and their growth on offense. All right, so let's get into the switch things. What are in the Bears' favor? While the Bears do have Aiden Hutchinson, they they the I'm sorry, the Detroit Lions have Aiden Hutchinson. They still have a below average pass rush. They've only generated 12 sacks in the NFL. That is the second worst in the NFL. Have the, have the Detroit Lions so far this season. They're they're they have the eight worst pressure uh, pressure weight at 19. percent So what that means is that quarterbacks are finding success on the air and on the ground against Detroit's defense. Opposing players complete 67% of their passes and average 278.5 passing yards and nearly two touchdowns with with 5.1 yards per rush has the Detroit Lions defense given up. Guess what? Those those work in the favor of the Chicago Bears. If the Bears' offense is going to look amazing, they've looked great, right, lately. But if it's going to look amazing, it can definitely do so against the Detroit Lions. And this is a team with, even though I'm worried about that matchup of, of Aiden Hutchinson and Braxton Jones, this is a team that does not at least on paper shape up to, to be able to be one of those teams that sacks Justin Fields multiple times. Can we get through a game with no sacks? It's possible. I won't say that it's likely per se, but when you look at this season, them only having 12 sacks as a team, there's a high probability that that pass rush for once is going to work in the Bears' favor if their offensive line can stand up and play well. Now, we talked about the Lions' passing game. While they do have a, a highly ranked passing offense, they really only have one main wide receiver. And that's the, that, he's, the, he's the brother of Equinami St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, having a breakout season. But outside of that, they really don't have a second receiving threat. So the Bears' passing defense has to take advantage of that. Uh, Jalen Johnson, that some, they have to take advantage of that matchup and take him out the game because if you can take St. Brown out the game for the Lions, it really their whole passing offense really goes in the toilet. So can they do that? Can they do that? They, they traded away their, their second lead, leading receiver in TJ Hawkinson. So listen, this is an opportunity for the Bears defense. I already talked about it to get back on track. And with the way that the Lions um, play uh, with their receiving options, the Bears can definitely take advantage of this. Now, where this really bodes well for the Chicago Bears, the Detroit Lions have the second worst run defense in the NFL. The second worst. That means that David Montgomery, Khalil Herbert, Justin Fields should feast against the Detroit Lions. Turn those, listen, Lions and Bears. The Bears about to whoop the Detroit Lions ass. That's my prediction on that one. And it's going to be off the back of the running game. This running game has to stand up. This running game has every opportunity for us to pass 250 yards rushing as a team, if not more easily against the Detroit Lions, right? And shout out to Don Burr. Hopefully he's around here. Uh, this isn't any shade at you or the team, but at the end of the day, the Bears have uh, every opportunity to come into this game, play well, take advantage of the Lions' weaknesses that, that play into the into the favor of the Bears, of the Bears' strengths. Now, the Detroit Lions are the 12th uh, ranked scoring offense in the NFL, so the defense, the Bears defense is going to have to play well. If the Bears defense can get back to how they've been playing, match the intensity and the play of the offense, we got some things working in our favor against the Detroit Lions, people. We got some big things in our favor. So can the Bears take advantage of those mismatches? Can they take advantage of the things that on the stat sheet they should be able to? 
if they win those battles, hell, even if they win half of those, this could be a big win for the Chicago Bears and a win in which your defense and offense look very good out there. Can they do it? You guys can let me know down below on what you guys think. That's my thought. I know I got kind of hot and passionate on that. I love the Bears. Make sure you're following the, Bears, uh, the Chicago Bears podcast. Chicago Bears Central. You can follow us at Shy Bears Central on every social media platform. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. Chicago Bears Central at gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text and or voicemail, the number to do so, 773-242-9336. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bears related because of you guys. And like I like to end everything on, bear down. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Break Media.